This podcast is brought to you by Online Retailer, Australia's leading retail tech conference, expo and networking organisation. Recorded at the Online Retailer Conference in 2016, here we chat with world-class digital leaders to bring you industry insights, practical examples and actionable ideas from our incredible community of retail renegades, marketing masters and creative entrepreneurs who all want to do retail business big. We want to extend the conversation after the event and to keep exploring where the future meets retail. So let's talk shop. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Online Retailer Podcast. I'm Kylie Lewis, and joining me in this episode is Kelly Stickle from Remodista. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Now, could you tell us a little bit about Remodista? Because for a lot of our audience, who is predominantly Australian, they won't have heard of you and what your organization's about um, and and how you came to do what you do. Absolutely. Well, so Remedista stands for Retail and Mobility Distilled, and we are a social think tank that helps brands get educated on global retail disruption. Uh, connect globally and we cultivate women leadership within the business. We got started on this about six years ago. I was in management consulting and I was putting together mobile educational conferences and I noticed that there were a lot of women in the room but not on the stage. Um, I saw guys I couldn't get off the stage, um, uh, partners and sponsors wanting logos on napkins and I wanted to know where the education was. I didn't see that. And so um, I decided to start Remedista and to focus on how we could fix those problems. Mm. So from from seeing that problem, what, what, what was the first solution that you saw as a way to, because education was one of the things that you identified there, education and, and building women leadership in this space. So how, how did you tackle those problems? It was really through agile testing. It was like, okay, why aren't women on the stage? And I started studying the behavior of how men uh, operate in business development and then how women do. And I think what I noticed is I just wasn't comfortable as I saw how business development was happening. And after looking at it, um, I realized uh, some of the mechanics, like women in general have their heads down. When they're working, they wanna understand it, they wanna figure it out and they wanna be an expert. And when I work with men who are selling, they're fine to be about 60% knowledgeable on a topic and they want to get out there and start owning it. And uh, neither one of those is like a good or bad on men and women. It's just how we behave. I mean, the problem with with when I look at women, the problem is you can never be 100% expert when we're talking about innovation. You've kind of got to go out there and kick it around. And and then when you look at the men, they're ready to do that because they're very opportunistic. And really, it's an opportunity to get into a relationship and say, I understand innovation. So it was really like, how do you get her on the stage and how do you sort of manage him on the stage? Mm. So that that whole um, gender dynamic I've heard about before, I've, I've read Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg and all of the, the gender gender research that, that's gone into that. And I'm fascinated with this idea that, you know, women won't apply for the jobs unless they feel that they can 100% do it. Whereas, as you just said, men will get 60% of the way and go, yeah, I'll give it a shot. You know, I've got enough to, to actually go for it. Why do you think that we hold ourselves back? Well, I think the makeup of how... When I look at how men are doing business... 
they, you know, in it's complicated really because we just, we, we, women end up making better decisions because we're thorough and we want to understand and we want to figure out what everything is and means. But you, you also need that person who's sort of more innovative and, and, and agile and just kind of will go after it and start defining the problem. So it's confusing the difference in, in how we behave made it very complicated to build a business development community that could work together. I'm not sure if I answered that question. In a, That's okay. We'll okay. keep chatting. Okay. We'll, okay. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. It is very complex. Um, you know, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying about you need the balance. You need the balance of the entrepreneurial spirit of going, we're just going to go for it. We don't mm-hmm. know all the answers, but we're just going to go for it. Roy, I, and, and I think men almost have that expectation to sort of be risk-taking um, women, you know, I'm also, uh, have read a lot of Brene Brown's work yes. and a lot of her work focuses on women are driven by the need for perfection. Yeah. You know, we feel like we need to, um, we need to be all over it. We need, to, we need to be impenetrable. We need to look like we can do it all, um, and do it effortlessly. And it's too much. And it's too much. It's not, it's you know, much. we have this constant feeling of not being enough so we overcompensate in everything that we do um, to the point where we can actually hold ourselves back because we don't feel like we're good enough to take the stage exactly and and I am guilty of it as anybody else as I'm evangelizing and saying get on the stage I'm saying oh I don't know if I'm the the (laughs) right person for you but I did notice over I think one of the things that's really interesting to find is that what happened and the reason that I started, what happened over the time that I was uh, assessing how women buy and sell and how men buy and sell is we had some changes in the economy and we had sort of in retail put women in the marketing world because we we're chatty and we talk and uh, they tend, that's where smart women tended to sit. You know, sometimes you'd find them in sales or IT, but for the most part, we were directed into marketing. But around 2009-10, when we hit the crash, in the economy, um, there was a level of roles that was removed from the business and she was starting to move into higher positions. And then technology became very pervasive in all areas of the business. So no longer was the CTO the buyer of technology. So here we have these um, executive CMO, CIO type women who have now become the buyers of technology and they were very uh, very well versed on the inside of the business, on the outside of the business, and then now had PL. So mm-hmm. what we really saw was, or what I really did after six years of research is, I feel like I've re-architected business development to do it the way that women buyers prefer, and that's through collaboration and education. So if you educate her, then she'll talk, and you know, and then that ends up being a better way to understand the business. We make better decisions. And then when we do buy the technology, it's the right solution. And what's been really great about this is men like that too. Mm-hmm. It's just not how we built business development when it first started. Is It would be hard to collaborate um, because we didn't have the connected social digital channels that we have now. You'd like have to write a letter, you know, or mail everybody an invite or, you know, so the ways that we can with Google Hangout, the ways that we can collaborate virtually within a community, we really can uh, educate brands, cultivate women leaders and connect the community globally. And that's actually why we're here in Australia. I met uh, the Federica and Alice from um, online retailer at NRF in New York. I invited, they were there to look at innovation and ways to make their conference better here. 
And one of my friends said, you need to meet Kelly. Um, I met them and invited. I had a cocktail reception. I had just launched my list of 80 women to watch in retail disruption. And I invited the women to come meet our ladies. And at the end of that conversation, we decided, wow, let's have some of our women to watch from the U.S. come speak at this event. And that's how we had Monica uh, as a keynote. And so our goal is to really help Sydney, help Australia cultivate women leaders and get more balance and more women on the stage at these types of conferences here in Sydney and also help elevate their brands in the US. Yeah, so the whole collaboration yeah. where you know globally as you said that we can do that when when we ask questions and when we take the time to actually make a connection and listen to people's stories. It gave me that gives me goosebumps just talking to you because it was I have 20 women executives um, that have met with me for three years, once a quarter in New York to um, help me build community as a business model. So I use my community to build the products and services that educate them. And what was really great is in quarters eight and nine of last year, 16 of those 20 women were promoted. And I thought, you know, way to go team. And one of the women on the committee is like, Kelly, that's not just way to go. You know, that's a book. Mm. And I thought, is it? I was just like, that's an expectation I had is you will win when you work with us in this community. And so that's what led me to launch the Women to Watch list in January. And this wasn't even possible. This wasn't even an idea, you know, on January 11th of this year. So Mm. we somehow got the funding. We got Monica here. I'm here. We had an amazing dinner last night with 40 brand women leaders in Australia, and it just felt like everyone was empowered, and you could already see that change is happening. Mm, amazing. It's, it's incredible. Um, so when you talk about education, what is it the kind of thing that you, that you do specifically? Well, so what we did was we developed a retail source paper series, and, it's, and what we heard from the community was a lot of our technology and service partners will talk about their product. They'll talk about the the problems that it solves and why it's great, but they don't talk to you about what is happening in the market. So our retail source papers are an infograph type of experience with about a thousand words of content. And what we're trying to do is identify one business challenge at a time, looking at the areas of organization, marketing, commerce, supply chain, logistics, and globalization. We did 40 research projects in the last four years uh, looking at one business challenge at a time within those areas. Amazing. And what I found was through collaboration, we have reached simpler, better insights than our large analyst houses. So it's telling me that everyday people, everyday executives uh, and subject matter experts and can solve problems quickly and together. And I'll tell you one example is I worked with Eileen Fisher um, they were the, the female retailer. Yes, yeah, I yeah. went and I worked with their head of e-commerce and she came to me and said, you know, we really see the inside of the business changing. How can I get my executive leadership together to really talk about this without everyone having fear uh, that it would hurt their own job to discuss that things are changing and that they perhaps don't know how to handle it. Yeah, it, it, there's this fear that, you know, I would be removed in order for that to happen. And so we started a workshop and it was a very sensitive thing and even just talking to their different executive leaders i could see that we were going to have to handle that in a very cautious way here we were we spent two quarters and came to some ideas and thought let's bring the outside in so we brought 35 brand women leaders together 
And what we found in a short period of time was in all of our conversations, we were then able to understand um, disruption. And I'll, t- I'll give you an example. I'll give you our insights and then kind of how I saw the world. We saw experts saying disruption was sort of like pig pen with all the dust, you know, and oh my God, it's everywhere. And when will it stop? <laughs> yeah. And after working together, we started seeing that there were three things that were happening. It was that organizations were changing on the inside, technology was breaking, and we were going global with our strategies. And all of a sudden, the women in the group were able to reprioritize their challenges, what's most pressing and what could be put on a back burner. So immediately I went to look outside in the analyst world, who's saying this as well, and nobody was saying it. And this is 18 months ago, two years now. So we laid down our analyst viewpoint and said, here's what we think is happening. And then this year it happened. So with our 80 women to watch list, uh, in December, I'm going to be publishing a digital lookbook on global retail disruption, and it'll just have happened to have been written by women. And the one thing I found about women above all is that, or at least the women attracted to what uh, we're doing here is women are insatiably curious about solving business challenges. And when we launch this book, what's great is we're, we've already said in 215, here's what we know is going to happen or we think is going to happen. And now we can say, here is what happened. And now we're ready to tell everybody at the end of the year, here's what's going to happen. And the one thing that I can just give a little hint on is... Oh, we love hints. Bring hints. Them on. Yeah. <laughs> is trusted community will be the future of business. And when we look at the future of retail... The definition that we've come up with is live customer, you know, the definition or the future of retail is some sort of live customer engagement. And, you know, the ultimate expression of that is a store. But we know now that you no longer need to have a ton of stores or, you know, you you can have some stores, but that live customer engagement needs to happen. And but that could be out of a trunk that could be in collaboration with another brand that could be in a collective marketplace. So you need live customer engagement coupled with mobile and web. And then where we see the key element is the Internet of Things will eventually connect the dots to all of that. And so big data, you know, everyone's using that as a kind of a, a phrase or, you know, a coin term. But really, it's that data that's really going to allow us to uh, customize our strategies around the customer experience. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of our insights that I think are going to happen in this next year. You'll see more community type experiences and um an emphasis on the internet of things yeah so it's um it's fascinating to hear those insights and to hear you know what's coming and i'm really looking forward to you know to getting a hold on the rest of those hints when they do come out would that be available at your website that they'll that we would be able to um access that information or is that available only to your members or well we have some retail source papers that you can get on the landing page of our website on remedista.com but this digital lookbook will be published in december mm-hmm. And 2016. Yeah, this December. What's happening is we have an award show in September for our women to watch, and we're giving some innovation awards. The book, and then we're going to renominate some some new leaders and women, and then publish the book in December. And it'll be available to everybody at no cost. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a download, so we'll take on your email or some sort of contact information for us to include. Um, anybody that's interested in that in the community, but I do believe it's going to be something to read, something significant. Um, And 
uh, it give it again goosebumps because the fact that um, what we're saying is happening is really giving a lot of credibility to these women. And so my ultimate goal in this business is to help women at the top get to the very top. So helping a CMO become a CEO, CIO to CEO, public advisory board, from a speaker to a paid speaker, uh, helping young CEOs get investment. And so we're really creating a community that's going to empower our women leaders. Mm. And it's fascinating because when I was um, I was head of digital for a, a a sizable Australian retail chain here and I was looking after digital and I absolutely craved talking to other women in my position in other businesses because no one within the organisation understood the the challenges that I was facing um, and, you know, the complexity of, of the job and how it was just constantly changing um, and I craved that connection mm-hmm. with with uh, with a community of people of other women who were in my position, and I and I deliberately went and s- sniffed them out, and and you know would call them up and going, oh my god, I've got to make this decision about this email platform or you know this CRM platform or um, you know we're replatforming our o- online store and it's doing my head in, you know, yeah, like, right, you know, right, you know, and we're here to help. That that's you know I grew up in management consulting and my role was alliance partner selling in the channels, so. I was almost like a magician and I can see what's happening on the uh, inside of the consultancies trying to sell to you and you're overwhelmed and much of the time they're selling, not educating you. Exactly. So and that's what not- I kept saying to our vendors. I said, you know, I, and also not just help educate me, but help me educate the rest of the business. Empower me. That's what our retail source papers do. So we realize many, many times your executives don't understand innovation and they don't want to share they don't understand innovation because again they're the executive Mm. Um, and so these papers allow you she Mm. to put this in the hand of that executive and Mm. and it basically our job in the paper is educate you on the challenge give you the ROI and tell us you know tell you why you need to spend that money hallelujah yeah yeah (laughs) I've just had so many goosebump moments like during this we're goosebumping yeah um it's so exciting to hear what you're doing um, in the US. I, I hope that there's, there, there, you know, that, that it takes off um, locally as well. So if people are interested um, in finding out more, it's remodista. So it's R E M O D I S T A yes. dot com. Dot com. Um, Kelly, thank you so much for your time this morning. It's just been an absolute privilege to um, find out what you're, what you're, what you're about and what you're doing, and so needed. So thank you so much. Thank you. This has been awesome. Thanks for listening. If you've loved what you've heard today, make sure you're subscribed at onlineretailer.com.au to be the first to know about Australia's best e-commerce events.